I get drunk when I pray for people. I always want to get touched by the Lord. I just pray for somebody. I get blasted. Amen. Y'all good? I hadn't preached here in three weeks. That's been great, hasn't it? John Arney saying, yeah, that's been great. <laughs> it was great for me. So, actually, I'm not going to preach to you today. I'm going to share something with you. Okay? It's a difference. And this really wasn't what I was planning on talking about this morning, but... I had another great message I was going to give you, which I am going to do that message one of these days if I get a chance. But the Lord really did speak to me this morning. I feel like I'm supposed to share this with you. So I'm not going to try to... I shared it in the first service, but it's kind of a... It's not one of these... I'm not really prepared. I'm just going to talk to you. Okay? Can y'all handle that? And when the Lord may come on me and start preaching on me, I might do it too, you know. But I want to read the Scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5.20. That's a good scripture, real simple. Do not despise prophetic utterances. And the reason that's in the Bible is because there are times when we may have a tendency to despise the prophetic. And because lots of times the prophetic doesn't really come out the way it came out of the mouth. You know, a lot of things don't happen that you think are going to happen, or they may happen, we just don't see them. We don't see them happen the way we had envisioned them to happen. So the Bible makes it real clear not to, not to get this attitude, this negative attitude towards the prophetic. And that God really, you know, the prophetic is really a tremendous, tremendous gift in that God's given us. And um, I felt like the Lord spoke to me about the, has been talking to me a lot about the prophetic recently. And <clears throat> I'm just going to just sort of throw this out there as, as it comes. But last, uh, Matthew mentioned, you know, Bob Jones and Larry Randolph. If y'all remember, we had them here. What do we call that? We called it something. God Encounter. God Encounter. And it was great, man. We, if you can get those messages, Larry Randolph has some really up profound stuff he said that we're really trying to kind of sort through still. But uh, what happened was the night after they left, the Sunday night, I had a dream. And... No, I didn't have a dream. I'm, like I said, I'm just talking to you. I'm, I'm trying to get this right. It wasn't a dream. The Lord woke me up and He spoke a word to me. And he, this was the word. Uh, Port Arkansas. Port Arkansas. So, like the Lord normally does with me, nothing is ever straightforward. It's because there's no such thing as Port Arkansas. But there's an Arkansas River that has many ports on it. And the Lord, when I saw that, I realized what the Lord was saying to me. Bob Jones and Larry Randolph both are from Arkansas. And the Lord said to me, he said, I am offering you a port into the Arkansas, the prophetic river that they function from, that they flow out of. If you want it, I'll give it to you. And I felt like the Lord's been... All right, I'm not saying... I'm not, I can't share all this in order, Okay. I'm, you know, I'm sort of struggling with this, okay? But don't yeah, don't struggle. There you go. What I'm saying to you is, God has been telling me, He's been telling me this, and this is for everybody. He's been telling me, I want to give you prophetic revelation that applies on a national level. Okay, I want to give you prophetic revelation that applies on a national level. Not just uh, Lord, you know, Jim Hill. Thus said the Lord. I mean, that's a good thing. But God wants, yeah, I take some of it all day long. We all love to get prophetic words. I mean, I know I do, but 
But God wants to release this kind of anointing. I believe God has released it. I believe the, the Holy Spirit River that we have in this church, you know, and the Holy Spirit River is, does different things at different times. And right now, it's prophetic. Okay, now, it's not, not a time of refreshing per se. You know, you can always be refreshed in it. It's not, the healing is not necessarily being emphasis right now, but you can always be healed in it. You know, it brings different things at different times, and God really wants to emphasize this, this prophetic thing because we need it desperately. Okay? And, and uh, let's look, put Amos 3.8. Jackie, who I believe is really prophetic, <clears throat> uh, said that she was getting this word. Uh, the, I keep hearing the lion roars. What does that mean? And I said, well, that's easy. It's Amos 3.8. A lion has roared. Who will not fear? The Lord has spoken. Who can but prophesy? And I believe that's a now word right now. The Lord, the line of the Lord, the Lord's speaking. The Lord's roaring right now. And God really wants us to be able to tap in to this prophetic river, this prophetic stream that's available for everybody. Okay? It's available for everybody. Now, I'm not sitting over here claiming that I'm going to be like Bob Jones or Larry Randolph. I don't want to be like Bob Jones. I want to be like me. You know, I want God to move through me, who I am, who He's created me to be. But I believe God has given us all the access to the spiritual realm that we can get this information out of the spiritual realm that has significant meaning for, for our nation, for our community, for the people around us. And I believe God really wants to do that. Now, right after... They came at right after that, and I got that Port Arkansas thing. By the way, Arkansas is a uh, the name of it means southern wind. That's the name of our. It was a, it's a Native uh, American. Uh, they named this thing. This is a, the longest uh, river that feeds into the Mississippi River, which is the main river in the United States. And there's like four other rivers that actually feed the Arkansas River, which I could go into all that. If you go and study it, there's so much prophetic stuff on the Arkansas River that's incredible that you could really get. Uh, one of the big things I think is tremendous is the Arkansas River. It says it, it's, it's the water supply for the breadbasket area of our nation, the wheat fields of, of this nation. Is the Arkansas River feeds it. Isn't that powerful? You know, words, prophetic is something that can really cause the Word of God to sprout and grow and prosper. I mean, there's just so much stuff like that when you go study that river, but I don't want to... Get in all that because I, I, I really don't think that's the intention. That, but right after they had that, after, right after they came, we had that, and then a, like a month later, I had a vision. Okay, and I think I've shared it a few times here, but I, this is a very powerful vision. It turned out to be real powerful. Is I saw a, one of the ba- downtown banks on fire. It was burning up, and I thought it was a terrorist attack. That's what I thought. Oh my gosh, we got to pray. This is going to be a terrorist attack against one of the one of the tall buildings downtown, which I knew was a bank. So we prayed for one night on Wednesday night. We prayed, and I, I remember in the middle of that prayer, I found myself praying just in case it is financial. Lord, do something about it. And um, a couple of weeks later, I was talking to Tom Hardeman, who's a friend of mine, who's uh, at Morningstar, and. Because he asked me, he said, what's the Lord been showing you? I said, well, I have this vision, man. I don't really understand what it means. And I told him, he said, oh, you need to talk to Steve Thompson about that. Because uh, Steve's got, he said, that's, he said, that's Wachovia Bank is what you saw. So I called Steve, and he told me this big, long path he took me down about the Wachovia Bank, how God had shown him. And they had actually, Morningstar had actually had their checking, all their bankings that were done through Wachovia. And they realized that Wachovia was going down. And they had took their money out of Wachovia. 
uh, you know, prior to this. So he was, you know, sort of like, yeah, that's, this is the bank I saw, and it's not a terrorist attack. It is a, it's a financial meltdown. And at the time, when he was getting it, it was real heavy. When I got that, it was really, I mean, if you was a financial person, you may have known there were some, some bad signs. Uh, they were having some struggles. But uh, nothing like what we saw happen. And um, I remember us going, we finally changed our banking account. Not that I have any money, you know. I mean, you know, I get my paycheck, I put it in the bank, I spend it, and it's gone, and I do the same thing the next time I get paid, you know. <laughs> so it's not like I was doing anything to protect myself. But I will tell you this, I wanted to act on what God showed me. Okay, and I remember we went, we'd been uh, customers for 27 years, uh, going back to First Union and. So it was. We didn't want to. Okay, we were sad about what doing that. That was a sad. We delayed it as long. We were felt bummed about it. Really, like man, it's like almost like we're saying this is going to happen. We just hate to do it. So we went and did it and changed to BB and T. I'll never forget. We're downtown Mooresville. The guy wanted to know if we were from the bank down the street because they got mean in that bank and everybody was leaving it. And we said no, we're from Wachovia. And he's like, why? That was the look on his face. We didn't say nothing. Uh, but, you know, you, you saw what happened to Wachovia. At one time, what was their stock worth? Eighty-something cents. I mean, it just was, it was re- remarkably, it was a true meltdown. And, but see, the Lord showed me that, okay? Just, just gave me a vision of that. Now, I have some, I stumbled on the interpretation, okay? I just assumed, you know, because, you know, we need more wisdom on interpretation. Another thing that happened, right before Hurricane Ike, I saw another vision where I saw, from Statesville all the way down to Rock Hill, there was no gas. Okay, I saw that. And my first thing was, oh, this is some kind of economic thing is going to happen to us. I wasn't thinking literally that we were going to be out of gas and you're going to be driving around Mooresville looking for a gas. Somebody who's going to sell gas. I didn't see that. But see, God really wants to begin to reveal to the body of Christ what is happening in our world. And it's not, you know, all the things that we've seen happen with the prophetic, God has been trying to train us and get us to a place where we, it's not just something we do in church, okay? It's not something we, it's something we do in our life. I was listening to uh, Lance Wallner this, this uh, summer, and Lance said, this is what Lance, somebody said, asked Lance, Lance, is it about getting the church, out, getting the people out of the four walls of the church? He said, well, the truth is, the church is already outside the four walls, how many people work in a church? Raise your hands if you are employed in a church and you spend your day in the church building. Raise your hand. How many people in here? Three people, four people. Okay? Out of all of you, the rest of you, where are you at? You're out there, you're out there in the world. You're out there in the marketplace. You're, you're, you're at home. Wherever you're at, you're in your neighborhood. You're all, we're already out there. Okay? The, the thing, what we haven't seen and gotten clear is, is God has been trying to teach us how to tap into the spiritual realm in here so we can learn how to tap here so we can go out there and tap out there and have something to say out there. Now, that's really what it's all about. It's not about just getting a cool word and having some, some thing. God is looking for people that He can download information to. I'm talking about big information to, to be able to do something with it. Amen? And I believe this is something God really is going to do. God is releasing a prophetic river to us right now that is not just getting words for each other. That's a way to be trained on it, but it's it's greater than that. God wants to to give us more. Uh, And the reason uh, I wanted to share this is I had a dream last night. 
okay, which I think really applies to where we're at right now. Now, one of the things I want you to understand about this, when God gives you something, you're accountable for it. All right, and the way I have found, the way I've discovered in the last couple of years about when God gives me something is use it. If He gives you something, you do something with it. If, if you don't do anything with it, it's just going to sit there, and God is not necessarily looking to give you anything else because He realizes you're not stewarding what He's given you. Okay? And I, it's almost like I feel like this. If I don't do something with it, I'm disobeying God. And God don't want me to disobey Him, so He's not going to give me another, another thing because He knows I'm going to disobey Him and I'm going to be in trouble. Okay? So when God gives you something, you need to do something. If nothing else, you pray it back to God. God showed me what to do with this. Uh, you know, some things you don't want to go and share with people that, are, that could be difficult. Maybe you just need to pray. You pray with that person. You know what I'm saying? You need wisdom on this, but you've got to do something with it. Okay, so I had this dream last night. And I, t- I tell you, if you will do it, if you will use what God, if you will take the information He gives you and you will apply it, you do something with it, you'll get more. It just keeps it flowing. It will, I promise you, it's what Matthew said. You get words of knowledge, you speak them out. You might feel like an idiot. There ain't nobody here got no detached retina. I mean, the devil's just telling you everything. You don't know. And so what if they don't? You've stepped out in faith, but somebody's mama may. You know, you don't know what God's doing. You've got to do that. And if you'll do that, it just keeps opening you up to receive more. It really is. And I think that's one of the problems with the church. We, the God gives us stuff. We don't do anything with it. It just stops in us. And He wants it to flow through us. Anyways, this dream I had last night, was uh, it was pretty powerful. In the dream, um, there was... Uh, and and this, this is what happens. I had the dream, and then this morning I said to Becky, I, woke up, I said, hey, I had a dream last night, and, it, and I wasn't planning on saying this part. It just came out of my mouth. And it came right out of the Bible. That's what I said. I had a dream last night. I was fixing to tell her about the dream, but I said, instead I said, it came right out of the Bible. And it really did. I wanted to share that with you. Revelations 12, 1 and 13 through 17. So I'm going to read the Scriptures, then I'm going to tell you the dream, okay? And tell you how I play it. It says, A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. And she was with child, and she cried out, being in labor and in pain, to give birth. So, you know, there's a lot of symbolic stuff around all that. I don't want to try to get into that. But then I want to just jump down to verse 13. You know, of course, this child is the Lord himself. And when the dragon saw, this, the dragon being the devil, okay, when the dragon saw that he was thrown down to the earth, because I can just hear Scott Forsyth's gears running. <laughs> And I, could just, I just looked at him. I could feel his gears running over all, thinking about all this stuff on this. Uh, he likes revelations. Okay. When the dragon saw that he was thrown down into the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the two wings of the great eagle were given to the woman so that she could fly into the wilderness to her place where she was nursed for a time and times and a half and a time from the presence of the serpent. And the serpent poured water like a river out of his mouth after the woman. Now, I want to tell you this right now. This is why the Holy Spirit River is important. Okay? There is a counterfeit river that's just as real as the Holy Spirit River that comes not from the throne of God but comes out of the mouth of Satan. Okay? And I'll tell you about the dream in a second, but that's, that's part of the dream. So that he might cause her to be swept away with the flood. 
That was the purpose of it, to sweep this woman away with this flood of, of, of stuff coming out of his mouth. But the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and drank up the river which the dragon poured out of his mouth. So the dragon was enraged with the woman and went off to make war with the rest of her children who keep the commandment of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. <coughs> All right, so in the dream, this was my dream. In the dream, there was this filthy river that was loosed in the earth. And I for somehow was involved in trying to rescue people out of this river. And it was, it was green, and it was nasty, and it was poisonous. And I was trying to get people, and particularly what I saw, I, was, I wound up on this, I was on a boat on this river. I was in a parking garage in like, a, in like an executive business park, and there was these business executives, and I was saying, you know, I can get you out. Come on, come on. And they refused to come out of it. Even they were in it waist deep, and I could see that their, their flesh was rotting off of them. They were dying, and they didn't even know it, but they refused to come out of the river. And finally, I just, finally in the dream, I, said, I, gave, up, I, I gave up and said, you know, they won't listen. Let's go and let's save the children and the babies. So I spent the, we spent the rest, of the, the rest of the dream was spent trying to save babies and save the children. And I believe that's really, that dream speaks prophetically of where we are in our nation right now. Okay, this river of wickedness has been released into our nation. It's, and, and people are not listening. I think of the businessman represents economy. You know, that we've gotten so into the economy and all that when the real issue on God's heart is not the economy for our nation. Now, okay, this is not about the election, but I want to tell you this. The real issue about the United States of America from the Father's perspective is not our economy. It's, it's, it's these children, it's these injustices that are happening. There, there was a woman, I read it yesterday or day before yesterday, a woman who threw her child out of the car in, at a traffic stop. About a year ago, a man was driving down the road and took his little four-year-old blonde-headed baby boy and threw him out of the car speeding down the road to kill him. And that is sickening. Okay, that, is, that's very, that shows the state of our nation. Okay? And in God's heart, in God's mind, He's concerned about our children. He really is. He's concerned about them. He's not, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you, there is no economy. If, if our nation continues, and I know I'm preaching to the choir this morning, but if our nation continues down this direction we've been going in, there will be no economy. Co- economy is going to be the last thing on our mind. You know, because there's something much greater. So that's really where we're at as a nation. We're facing something. Okay? And we really have to really, and I really appreciate that the, uh, Sally and Brian, what they want to do tomorrow. I really want to encourage you to come to that if you can. The prayer thing that we showed earlier. And, uh, but the key on the prayer, I mean, I'm not into this begging prayer stuff and, you know, all that and stuff. Beat yourself to death trying to get to God to do something. I mean, the key is, is dialing into the spiritual realm and getting the prayers that God has. Getting the information from God and praying in that direction. Because I really believe this, there are certain things, I hate to say this, because I don't, and I don't really know what they are, but there are certain things that have already been decided upon for our nation. There's, Dean and I were talking about it the other day, people talking about the, the one world government and all that, wanting to see if they can stop. You're, we're not going to stop the one world government from happening, right? I mean, it's kind of written in the Bible, these things are going to happen. 
and like we're going to pray God and get God to stop doing that. I don't think that's going to happen. What we need to do is get wisdom to how to live in this hour and how to walk through these things and how to work with God, okay, in these situations instead of trying to get God to do something He's not going to do. So the last thing I want to do is go to a prayer meeting where I'm going to beg God to do something He has no intention to do. So we have to be able to be those kinds of people where God gives us information where we can know what He wants to do. And I believe for the body of Christ in America, that's what He wants to do right now. He wants to release information to us so we can pray. The next thing I I got... Are you all okay? The next thing I got after I told Becky that I had a vision. Okay? That's why I'm sharing all this stuff happened to me this morning. It wasn't really my message. But I had this vision and I saw... Well, I knew to be one of the elders of heaven, okay? Now, I, I want to tell you this because I love this story. This is because this is my first... Uh, I've seen this elder three times, okay? I had 20-something years ago, I had a vision one, one day, one night, actually. I got in bed one night, okay? So I'm going to bed, not thinking about God, not thinking about anything, just going to bed. i got to get up and go to work in the morning. i got to go to sleep. You know how you feel like, you know, when you got to get up early. i got to get some rest. And... I lay down, and the next thing I know, I'm standing in heaven. And I knew it was heaven. And there was a man standing in front of me. And the man was dressed in what I would call heavenly garb, which was basically this white thing. And it had a big old, like, WWE. <laughs> Except it didn't look as gaudy as WWE. <laughs> but literally, he had a big gold band around his waist. But somehow, I knew that man was not the Lord. And that man, when I, when I thought, that is not the Lord, he turned his head and looked. And when he turned his head and looked, I knew he was directing me. And when I turned, I looked, there was the throne of God. Now, I can't tell you what the throne of God looked like because it was sort of, you know, there was commotion around it. There was commotion. There was stuff. I mean, I can't really explain it to you, honestly. It just, it's almost like a, a blurry picture is the way it seemed to me with all this, but it was moving and and I felt, at that moment, I felt, I felt at home. I knew I had been there before. That's the way I felt. And when I was thinking, I've been here before. I know this place. And then I heard this voice, not, a, not an audible voice, but I heard a voice say, you can come here anytime you want to come. And I knew whenever I prayed, I was there. Whenever I spoke to God, I was there with Him. Because at the time, I wasn't really real wise about we were seated with, together with Christ in the heavenly places that we really are there. Okay? But the truth is, for all of us, that place is more home to us than this place. And we are really there. And when we open our mouth towards God, it is like we it, But we are, but... We're there before Him. He's right there. We're right there. We're at home there. Okay, so that was my first, first encounter with this. Of course, I didn't really go after that thing. I don't know why I didn't. Looking back, I'm thinking, oh, man, I missed the opportunity. I could have really got something. But a few days after that, I had another vision. Okay, and I, I'm, I'm sharing this because I believe these things are starting to come to pass now. Okay. The next vision was I was standing out in my front yard, which at the time had a little sapling oak tree. Y'all know what a sapling oak tree is? It's a little baby oak tree. I was standing there at this oak tree, and all of a sudden this oak tree started growing 
right before my eyes. And it, and it was growing so fast in the vision, I was sort of like, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting motion sickness because it was growing up and it was growing out. It was accelerated. And I felt like the Lord said me there's going to come a time of acceleration in the earth. There's going to come a time of acceleration of evil and there's going to come a time of acceleration of righteousness. There's going to be a division. There's going to be a dark. There's going to be a, a line between the two. And it's, things are going to accelerate. And I believe we've entered into that time of acceleration. I believe, I believe in America we've entered into a time of acceleration of wickedness. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know that we can stop it. I mean, that's my opinion. But I do know this. I think we've entered into a time of acceleration of righteousness also. Okay? I believe we've come in a time where, where God's accelerated people. He's, he's, bring, he's lifting people up. He's bringing people up. He's, he's empowering people more than He ever has in a, in a quicker way. Now, all of us are going to have to walk through certain things. There's no getting out of stuff. But I believe we, we've seen a time of acceleration. I believe we're in a time of acceleration. And I believe God really is, is this is just what's happening. We're coming into what the Bible calls a fullness of time. Okay? And, and what God is looking for, He's looking for a people who can dial into the spirit realm, but not just dial into the spirit realm to have a good church service. Although we want to do that, because it really is fun and, and exciting to dial into the spirit realm. Okay? For, for church. But really, it's not just for church. It's for out there. God wants us to teach us here, to learn it here, so when we go out there, we have confidence to dial in out there and do what needs to be done because God's looking for people to um, dial in. Let me give you the Scripture. Uh, so I saw this. Let me go back to my vision I saw. I didn't finish it. This, I saw the elder this morning, and he took something. There was a bowl there, and he took something out of the bowl. It looked like something little, you know, a little powder or something, and he just sprinkled it. Okay? And the sense I got... When that happened, I thought, oh man, that's peace. He's releasing peace into the earth realm. So I told Becky about it, I said, and she said, no, that ain't peace, Byron. You don't know that. That ain't what the Bible says anyway. Yeah, go on, man, get with it. <laughs> she didn't say all that. But, that's what, uh, but it is Revelations 5, 8. Now, I believe it's both what she said and I said. Okay? It says... Uh, this is Revelations 5. When he had taken the book, the four living creatures and the 24 elders. See, oh, there are elders up there. Those are some pretty important guys, I think. Fell down. Hey, let me tell you this. About the, other, the second time I saw this elder. This, this has been several months ago. I actually saw it when I was over at Milt and Sandy's house. Okay? I saw it was like the boardroom of heaven. And I saw River Life Fellowship. And I saw the elders making a decision about us. Okay? There's a decision being made about us. And the decision was there was a little drop of water that they were just trying to decide where are we going to drop this little drop of water? That was what they were trying to decide. And we were being considered. And they were like, how many churches was that? There were several, church there were several churches that were going to get it this drop of water that we're being considered for. And we were one of them. So we'll see what that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I'm on that water. I don't know how y'all get that. Y'all let me in on it, I'm in. Drop the water on here. If it's from heaven, I want it. 
I believe it's going to happen. I don't believe the Lord showed me that, but I did believe He showed me so I could pray right and get, get His mind on it. Anyways, when He taken the book, the 24 hours, blah, blah, they fell down before the Lamb, each one holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense. Okay, bowl. Remember, He reached over in the bowl. Okay. Which are the prayers of the saints. Okay, I believe that guy was releasing prayer, okay, to us. Okay, but I don't believe it's, like I say, it's not just any prayer. It's the prayer of heaven. Okay, it's the prayer that's in heaven, in those bowls, that an elder in heaven would touch first. And he releases it to us for us to pray. And so the prophetic thing that God wants to give us, a lot of it's for the prayer. I mean, because, you know, what am I going to do? Oh, there's going to be a financial collapse. Maybe I need to go down and meet with the CEO of Wachovia. It's not going to happen. You know? But I'll tell you one thing. We can meet with the King of Kings in prayer. You see what I'm saying? Because we've received something from it and get His, get his perspective on it. Get His, his decision on it. Get His decision on it. And when we get His decision, well, we're going to pray His kingdom come into this situation. His will be done. In this. See, God wants to do that with us. And it's not, like I say, it's not just for, for a... I don't really... I mean, honestly, I'm thinking, why we, you know, God could, if God can do that with me, He can do that with anybody. That's what He's saying. This is for everybody. It's like the Holy Spirit river of refreshing and renewing. Everybody gets in and has a good old time. But he's saying it's the same thing with the prophetic thing. Everybody can tap into this thing. There's a port available, and you and I can start getting stuff from God that's significant and that can impact our nation. Okay? Are y'all with me on this? Because I believe God really wants to do this, and this is really what He's showing me is the... The prophetic river is what God's trying to do in our church right now. It's the prophetic river. I think God still wants to keep releasing the healing river. I don't think he, I think sometimes we're just going to need some times of just refresh, times of refreshing, times of renewal, times of, of, of inner healing, all that. But really, what we have to do is discern what the Spirit's trying to do in a particular time, and go with that and cooperate with that. And I believe God wants to do it. The Bible says in the last days. God said, I'll pour out my Spirit on all flesh, meaning the body of Christ. That's the all flesh He's talking about. He wasn't talking about everybody in the world. That's not what it means. It means His people. He said, my young men will, what? Yeah, visions. My old men's going to dream dreams. Even on my daughters, my maidservants, I'll pour out my Spirit, and they will prophesy. You see, that, what I'm telling you today is right out of the Bible. Well, I'm telling you, this is what God wants to do. Now, remember I started with don't despise prophetic utterances. Okay? Because some of us have this mindset in us about the prophetic. Oh, that person's prophesied all this and it didn't happen. Well, that's why the Bible said don't despise it. Because men are going to miss it sometimes. Or, maybe the miss is, is really it happened and we missed it because we were looking over here thinking it was going to be over here when God really was saying, you didn't really interpret it right. It was over here. Because my little word, my little vision, I can say, well, I just missed it. There was no, there was no terrorist attack against the bank down, downtown. Because that's what I was thinking. 
But there was a there was a meltdown, and the Lord had mercy on me. Are y'all are y'all hearing what I'm saying to you? God wants to release this to you. God's looking for prophetic people. Uh, last thing I want to share. Y'all know who Lance Walno is. Lance Walno is a pretty uh, significant person. I think has some really good uh, revelation about what I'm talking about to you as far as as Christians taking. The prophetic, taking what God has given us in the church and taking it into the world. I mean, he really lives it, man. I mean, it's incredible. He talks about how to prophesy to people and them not even know you're prophesying to them. But how you can change the atmosphere in a place by just being, a, you know. And, and this is what he said back in the summer. We must prepare ourselves for further shakings. We must prepare ourselves for further shakings. And in the moment of the crisis, the people who know what to do, they're going to be the leaders. In a moment of crisis. In other words, you and I can be sucked into the crisis like everybody else. But God's looking for people who will know what to do in that moment. People who've gotten information from heaven and know what to do in that situation. That's how God wants to use us. He, he said that's how God wants to touch America. Is in the middle of the crisis. The people of God have answers from heaven to give. And that's where the peace part came, okay, that I was feeling. God can release peace to troubled hearts in the middle of crisis. We can speak peace into storms. It may not change. It may not change a collapses and stuff, but it can speak peace to the human beings that are being affected by it. Y'all hearing me? And I believe the Lord wants to release that this morning. So... I'm supposed to pray for you, I think. Who would like to have this? Who wants to really step into this higher level thing? There you go. <laughs> who wants to be a dreamer? Because I'll be honest with you, I'm the kind of person who, like, I have a significant dream, and then, by like, 7 a.m. is gone, meaning it's gone from here. I, I just don't remember it, you know? Is anybody like that? But I believe the Lord wants to help me with that and help you guys and help all of us and if we want it. You know, and if we say, Okay, Lord, not only do I want it, here's how I want here's how much I want it, I'm gonna do something with it. If you'll just show me what to do with it. You know. <laughs> 'Cause doing something with it for the sake of doing something with it, you know, I don't know how wise that is, but if we if the Lord will show us what to do with it, then it can really make a big difference, can it? A lot of times what I do is when I get a dream, first of all, I get a dream about somebody in the church I know is from the Lord. I got one, I got track record on that, okay? So I usually share it with the person. I usually send them an email or I call them and tell them. But if it's something that's difficult that really would not be really wise to share with him, in other words, maybe the Lord was showing me something that was not necessarily what he wanted, but that's the place that person was going, I'll take the opportunity to pray for that person, but I won't pray like some negative thing. I'll pray it more from a positive perspective. The key is, is getting wisdom. And whatever God gives you, you must use it. Because if, if you don't, you're going to disable yourself. Okay, now that's little things. Okay, I get the dreams for people all the time in the church. I'm getting them because I'm the pastor. I'm the shepherd, and he's trying to tell me information about, about the people. Th that's a great thing, and we need to do it. But there's something greater. What I'm telling you today, we've got to go after that, but we've got to have a view is we want to affect 
our nation. We want to know what God's doing in our nation. We want to know what our God's doing in our economy in Mooresville or Charlotte or this region. That's the information we, I, want to, I feel like God's saying, that's how, what I want to release to you. I want to release that kind of level to you. And then, you know, more than likely it's going to be prayer. But actually, Becky, she tried to, she was going to try to get a hold of the, the CEO, send him an email and say, we've been praying for you and I've walked over you. She never did, but she chickened out. <laughs> but I'm telling you, there's things that we can do even. And I believe this. I believe at some point God could bring people to a level where those people may hear and seek you out. Okay? Uh, and it may not be no every big-time person is going to seek me out, but it may be, uh, you know, Joe Blow at the gas station heard I had something, and he's going under like, you got anything for me? You know, Joe Blow, I need, I'm, I'm trying to feed my family. I'm losing everything. I'd like to hear what God has to say about this. Now, wouldn't that be awesome to be able to do that? You know, and then after you do that, then you lead him to the Lord, and he gets saved, and then his whole household. I mean, that's really the kingdom of God being expanded. Byron. It's not... I was going to tell you that we actually did tell some people about Wachovia. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got, it actually filtered through and got to some pretty big people in Charlotte. And they didn't pay attention and they lost lots of money. Uh, uh, yeah, one, so we, one person who was on there. It, don't, don't say I'm not going to say that. He, he got through a succession of people. <laughs> this was a big time man. It was. We're talking mil- and I ain't talking about 10 million. They lost millions. It was more than that. He lost it when Wachovia went down because he said when it got to him, he said that's not going to happen. Yeah. That was the businessman in the Green River. Oh, no. It's not going to happen. And God's saying, yes, it is going to happen. I miss, you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that man, I bet today he's probably saying, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, because he's a very smart businessman. If I told you his name, you'd, if, if you know Charlotte business and development, you would recognize his name. He's a significant person down there. So. That might have saved his life, though, because he'll probably listen to the next That's true. Yeah. That's good. So God yeah. wants to do this stuff. I'm telling you, he does. I'm convinced. I mean, he started talking to me about it, and I wasn't even asking him about it. There's a, I want to see this prophetic thing released on everybody today. A company of prophetic people who walk in revelations and whatever, whatever setting God places you and I in, whatever situation He puts in, you know, it's, it's, it's the Lord. So I want Byron to pray for us, and then we're having communion here, which may seem somewhat disconnected other, other than just, you know, as a recognition of sharing in the body and blood of Christ. But I want to remind you of this one thing about communion. In Luke, at the end of Luke, when, when Jesus was walking with the two guys on the road to Emmaus, mm-hmm. they had no idea who he was, right? Then, when did they recognize him? When Jesus took the bread and he broke the bread and immediately yeah. their spiritual eyes That's were enlightened. Good. They recognized who Jesus was. So what I'm saying here is, the, the if, if you will, sacrament of communion or the ceremony of communion is a very spiritual transfer. That happens because we're partaking in the body and the blood of Christ. You know, and so his mind, if, if you really believe the Bible teaches that you have the mind of Christ, how many people believe that? In a greater transfer, God is releasing those things to us. And so in this light, I'm just saying, in this light and on this topic, that's part of what this communion is all about. That, that Jesus just continue to open our, our eyes.
to see and then to hear the Holy Spirit's prompting. Amen? Yeah. So, Byron, you pray, and then you guys feel free to okay. bring your family up. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray a general prayer, okay? If you would like specific, if you would like more prayer about this, like hands laid on you, we'll get a couple of people, the prophetic people, go over there. We'll pray for you. That God, you know, if you're having already operating dreams and visions, prophetic realm, come out here and help us pray for people who really want to, you know, be accelerated and, and promoted up into that. Okay? So, Father, right now, we just stand on what you said. In the last days, you're going to pour out your spirit on all flesh. Pour it out on your body. We ask you, Lord, thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit sees all, knows all. Lord, we just receive today. We make a, a conscious choice to connect in to the Arkansas River and the Spirit. That prophetic flow, Lord. We just connect ourselves into it. We identify ourselves with it. Lord, we say, let the river flow. Let that prophetic river flow in us, Lord. Let it flow, Lord. Just let there be a release, Lord, and begin to show us what you're doing in our community, in our cities, in our nation, Lord, that we would have the mind of the Lord Jesus, His eyes, His ears, His heart for what you're doing. And Lord, that we may be a people who can really speak a word in season to those who are weary, Lord. Just release it now, God. Just release it upon your people. Lord, bless them with it, Lord. Just touch them. Release it, Lord. Lord, let it just be a download on people. Come right now. Let the download of a prophetic come on your people, Lord. And Lord, give us that heart, that obedient heart to really respond to you. And when you give us stuff, to act upon it, not just think about it, Lord. Just, we just release that and we bless them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Like Matthew said, in Luke 24, it says, In the breaking of the bread, their eyes were open and they saw the Lord. Their, eyes, their spiritual eyes were open. The Lord really wants to open our spiritual eyes this morning. So if you like... Do we have some prophetic people in here? Just raise your hands if you feel like y'all. Y'all come over here. Yeah. We're going to lay hands on anybody who wants to be prayed for to really get more of a download of what we're talking about today. Let them just...